0: I'm sorry. Welcome back to the Strength and Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Preparis, and joining me is Brenna Calvert. Say hi, Brenna.
1: Hey, everybody. How's it going?
0: So we took a little bit of time off, but uh, we got both of us back now, and we're ready to bring you more great episodes. Uh, With all the training and Brenna busy on Build Crew, you know, sometimes uh, priorities have to take over the podcast. So I apologize, but thank you for staying with us, and thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Harbinger Fitness.
1: Yeah, so Harbinger Fitness, check them out for your workout and lifting needs. Um, They're a sponsor of the Conquer the Gauntlet Pro Team. Um, They've got great workout lifting belts, male and female specific. They have weighted dip belts. You can get all your glove lifting needs, hand wrist straps. Um, Definitely check them out. They get you covered and, you know, prepared for your lifting and heavy workout needs.
0: They also have a weighted vest for those of you looking to make your training progressive, making maybe pull-ups or monkey bars a little bit harder, so – yeah, check out Harbinger Fitness and uh, see what they have to offer. Today joining us on the podcast is Jordan Buscemi. Uh, Jordan is a competitive OCR athlete from Wisconsin. He's been a force to be reckoned with at Conquer the Gauntlet. He's shown up to four Conquer the Gauntlet uh, events and has three wins and one second place. So if you see him on the start line, you better watch out because he's going to get on that podium. Uh, He's also fairly accomplished in several other events. I know he's won and placed a podium at a couple of Dirt Runner stuff, uh, Dirt Runner events. So, uh, Jordan, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me.
2: cool, yeah,
1: welcome, and congratulations on your latest win at TTG Houston, man. That was awesome.
2: Yeah, Texas was great. The people were awesome, and the race was awesome
0: as well. Cool. So, Jordan, uh, tell us a little bit about um, – kind of how you got involved in OCR, like what's your sports background, and we'll kind of go from there and talking about your training and kind of what distances and stuff like you're good at and what plans are for 2017. So how did you get involved in OCR?
2: Um, So uh, a couple, it was actually a buddy of mine. You know, uh, he brought yeah. me into Spartan Race. I was just doing pretty much local 5Ks and stuff like that just to keep myself competitive. Um, I ran cross-country and track in high school, and he knew that I had a pretty good – uh, running background he did Spartan race and he just said hey man you get to come try this race so we went down to it was the Indiana Spartan sprint um did it I ended up taking 10th place at that event and I just was completely hooked after that I just was just you know just hopping on the computer looking for any obstacle course race I could and then just you know signing up and just getting in the dirt
0: awesome uh, what year was that you said um, 2013. Yeah.
2: So that year I did, uh, two ops, no, it was three obstacle course races. It was two Spartan races and then, uh, one warrior dash.
0: So how was the, uh, how was the transition from just straight running into OCR for you?
2: Oh, it was, you know, I've always been like, I want to say kind of like a monkey. I was, have always been climbing stuff. I've always been more of like a, a stronger runner cause I come from a, like a short distance background so more of like a mid-distance to a sprint level, so I was always in the weight room and stuff like that, so um, the heavy carries and stuff didn't really bother me much, it was more so just kind of like a lack of, uh, um, what, knowledge, I just, uh, let's see here, yeah, I mean, other than, you know, just not really knowing what to do, um, it kind of really came natural to me, it was pretty much like the kind of stuff that I did growing up, so it just pretty much fit me well.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, the uh, definitely uh, regardless of your strength level or speed level, you know, there's definitely a learning curve coming into the sport. Mm-hmm. You know, just getting used to all the different, you know, monkey bar and rig movements and stuff like that. It's um, it's definitely an adjustment. But yeah. obviously, you transitioned pretty well because uh, you're fast and been very good at obstacles. That's all the races I've seen you at. Thank you very much. Thank you. Vancouver, thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I definitely have to say from like a different aspect this past weekend, getting to see and actually watch and follow the top male elites rather than be running behind them. Um, Jordan is very comfortable on course, especially Conquer the Gauntlet. I don't know. I haven't seen him on anything else. That's what I know him from. Um, but talking about being in Wisconsin and then <laughs> funny enough on the course, you were actually like talking with Steve, one of the co-owners of Conquer the Gauntlet, while you're going through stairway about your journey and your drive overnight, like being in Wisconsin, do you have a wide variety of OCR in the area? Or are you constantly traveling for them?
2: I mean, I know you had quite the road trip to Houston. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the longest road trip that um we've taken so far for an obstacle course race. Um but there's not so many events around here. There there are some smaller events, like there's Warrior Dash in Wisconsin. Um there's they had the Spartan Sprint in Miller Park, but that was um, odd, that was the Stadium Series. I'm not, I don't really like the Stadium Series much. I like to get in the dirt. Um, they have like the Chicago Super, but most of everything is is a little bit of a drive. So um, we're always driving, and just trying to find new events and try new things. Uh, dirt Runners not too far from us. That's about two hours from where I live. So, and that's in Illinois so we get down there as much as possible too, because that's just an awesome event.
0: So, so you say we, I know you're, I always see you with the same couple of guys at pretty much every event. So who's your training racing crew that you run with there?
2: Um, so I go with his name is Jacob Rodriguez. Um, Eric Carranza, Nick Curran, Antonio Pusateri. And then a new guy that is uh, with us now is Anthony Brula. But, um, it's mainly me, Eric, and Jacob, you know. Um, that's pretty much who you're going to probably see at every single event with me, yeah. Um, Eric I met in obstacle course racing, and Jacob, I uh, grew up with his older brother, and I kind of transitioned down to hang out with the younger brother because he's got, like, the same interests as me.
0: Cool, yeah, it's always, uh, it's always great seeing you guys at the events. Uh, the first time I actually saw you was, yeah. I think, Warrior Dash, Illinois. And I'm like, yeah. I was like chasing after you, and I'm like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close in on this guy towards the end because I, I typically get better the longer the race is. And I remember, like, at one point you turned back and you're like, yeah, you're doing good, man. And then you just, like, you just fucking took off and, like, left me in a, in a trail of dust. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Man, you
2: were hunting me in that race. I remember that one, man. You were chasing me down. It wasn't easy for me, trust me.
1: <laughs> Did you see the live footage from Houston?
0: No, I was uh I only caught part of it. I was uh busy doing Ragnar relay, so I was getting oh, it. Into I the know vans. it's
1: long and it's like fifty minutes of it, but you need to go to the end. And Jordan was just amazing in cracking me up because I mean he was in the zone racing, this is like the second to last obstacle. I think they had crank and then the five fireballs and then more cowbell. Jordan is just like smiling and waving to Facebook live and like talking as he's going over the five walls. And then he got up on top of the five walls and posed and he posed when he was doing crank. But it was just amazing because watching him from athletically, he was crushing it. So like you said that you're chasing him down and he was just gunning it and then turned around and kind of was like, yeah, you're doing good. And we had that same mentality. It just like looked like he hadn't even been phased at the race, but I know he gave it everything and, you know, won it honorably, but it was just amazing to see him just kind of having such a great time at the end too. like, I don't know how you did it Jordan I was I was taxed chasing
2: you so <laughs> work man I just, just you gotta have fun with
0: it yeah you started breaking up there a little bit uh so you said uh what you want to think that came through was hard work so tell me about like a week in the life of Jordan like like what's an average training week look for you, look like for you how many times are you doing you know endurance training or strength training and kind of what is that consistent what do you what do you do for training Okay, so I'll take you kind of through like a Monday through, you know, I'll take you
2: through a whole week pretty much. So Monday through Wednesday, um, those are my work days. I work, I, I work part time, but I work eight and a half hour, three eight and a half hour days, and I kind of incorporate that with my training because what I do is I'm doing a lot of lifting at work. Um, I'm just it's repetitive forty pound bags of pellets, and I'm just doing I'm just packing that all day. So. I do that and I I try to do it real fast and I it's I use it as like a grip strength workout and I get 3 breaks during the day. I get two 10 minute breaks and I get uh one half hour lunch and I go for a run on each of my breaks. So um yeah, I'll do I'll do 1 mile on each of my breaks and then on lunch I'll do 2 miles and I try to keep them really fast. So I try to go at like a threshold pace. I try to build up the lactic acid in my legs and then uh try to flush it out like, you know, right away so I'll just go out maybe like a 540 mile and then come back and I'll be packing right away maybe I'll pound a protein shake and I'll do that and then after work then I'll do something a little bit slower I'll go for like a four mile run and then that's pretty much it for me for the day through uh that's like a Monday what through Wednesday uh Thursday I'm pretty, usually pretty beat so I do like just an easy recovery run and I'll do like some easy like body weight Work, you know, just in my just in my house, you know, pull up bar. I like modified my pull up bar with like nunchucks and stuff like that that I got hooked right to my door. Um, Friday is pretty much same thing. It's it's a little bit of a recovery day. Maybe I'll take off all well, depending on how I feel. Just cause I'm pretty much building up for Saturday. Saturdays are my really hard days. I try to do like a race effort day on Saturday. So and I typically try to do it in the gym. So I'll be in the gym and I'll do, like, an incline treadmill workout. Um, The treadmill only goes up to 15% incline. So I'll do, like, a power walk with, like, a heavy carry. Then I'll turn around and I'll go backwards. Then I'll hop off, do push-ups, burpees. And I'll just do this for, like, an hour at a time. Then I'll run to the back of the gym and they have, like, monkey bars. And I'll do, like, a circuit back there where I'll do, like, dead hangs. Then I'll do – I'll go back and forth on the monkey bars while doing pull-ups and I'll hop off to box jumps or something like that. So I'll do that little circuit, Now I'll come back to the treadmill, and I'll end it with, like, a four-mile easy run. So where am I at? Saturday? Okay. Sunday is I try to get a long run in, and my long runs aren't very long, I don't think, for an endurance athlete. It's more of, like, a 10-mile a max. Yeah. But I'm trying to get up there because I want to do some longer races this year. So... Yeah, I think I got through all the days. Yeah, Did I like you
1: guys, I, your ten mile run—that's long for me. That's like chump change to Evan here. <laughs> Evan's a beast.
2: Ninety something miles at toughest. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's where I'm good, my endurance. But uh, it sounds like you got a pretty good schedule there, and I'm I like how I think that the amount of dedication it takes to on like a ten minute break just to go sprinting off for a mile run. Is, uh, is actually pretty impressive because I know like in the middle of the workday I typically don't want to do anything right like um, I don't know you just get kind of in the zone and you know having ten minutes and using using every minute of your day for training is uh, is impressive so definitely a lot of kudos uh, for that I appreciate that
2: I got a really strong you know the people that I work with are really nice and they um, even on the days that I'm like uh, oh, you know what? I'm not going to run today at work, you know, they'll be like, no, dude, you're, you're going to get out there, and you're going to go for your run, you know, so, like, so, yeah, so, I pretty much, yeah, they helped me out, you know, it gets, it gets really tough, you know how it is, you know, it's, it's really tough to, you know, just, just get out there and do it when you really don't feel like doing it, but if you want to be good at something, you really just got to stick to it, and you have to, the days that you don't want to do it are the days that you need to do it, so.
0: Yeah, I think you hit the uh, nail on the head there, you know, I mean, with like social media everything's like you know people are always posting their workouts and you know blah 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 and kind of talking about you know how much they're training and suffering but like most of the time most of your workouts like no one no one's there cheering you on like day to day you know like you have to get up you have to have the internal drive to kind of go out there and uh you know crush it if you want the results that you're going to get at the races so um, absolutely so I, I know. I, obviously, you've podiumed at Conquer the Gauntlet several times. You've podiumed at uh, Warrior Dash, uh, Dirt Runner. What other What other ones have you uh, done well at, or do you like racing?
2: Battle Frog was my previous favorite, but that one's gone. So, but um, I did really good at Battle Frog events. Those were right up my alley. Um, Savage Race was another one that I've been on podium for. Um, I podiumed at the OCR World Championships. Um, I podiumed at not for elite, it was uh, age group for OCR World Championship. Um, 2016, 2015. I'm sorry, or was it? Just podium this last year, 2016, and I podiumed um, the very first year.
0: Was that 2014? Yeah, yeah, 20, 20- yeah. And, it, if you're, sm- and race, I- you're supposed to tell me that, that ahead that? of time so I can lead off with that fact.
1: That's a good one. Like Like, no, no big
0: deal. Podium at OCR World Championships. Like I'm supposed to lead with that fact, not like bring it up mid conversation. Just saying.
2: It's all it's all good, man. It's all good. It came out it came out anyways. (laughs) But yeah, terrain race I've done and I've I podium there. Um, Spartan race I've podium there. Um,
1: Podium at every race you run? Can I just ask that? I think I actually have. <laughs>
2: there you go. Yeah, I, I think I, so
1: I honestly, I, I have. Well, congru- that's pretty, that's epic. That's very, um, admirable. That's awesome. Congratulations on that, but not many people can say that.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you. Not like every single race, but every, every race, I'm um, running. series. Like yeah. I, I've at least, we owned one time or, or, or more. <laughs> not every single race that I've run. Cause everybody loses.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I, you know, again, people always talk about their, their big accomplishments, but, you know, everyone has a bad race every now and then, so. Uh. Yeah,
2: most definitely. You could be in most amazing shape and, you know, anything could
0: happen that day. Yeah. So we we do like to highlight some of the smaller race brands. And I know uh, you've run several of Dirt Runners events. It's one of the permanent obstacle, obstacle courses just outside of Chicago. Uh, so mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about some of the Dirt Runner events you've done and kind of what their course is like?
2: Yeah, so they're a permanent obstacle course. So um, it's, you know, they're there year-round. You can do training there, and um, they hold multiple events there. And um, it's just really unique. Like, they have some really, really unique obstacles that, you know, I've I've never seen in any other obstacle course. And um, one of them that is my favorite, it's like a Tarzan swing into, like, a, you know, a cargo net you have to hop off onto the cargo net and you're over water and um yeah and then you just it's like a, you actually have to swim it's a good swimming portion it's it's pretty cool but they do short races which is like a drx dash right so that's probably like a 200 meter race somewhere around that area and it's it's 200 meters and they put 25 obstacles so you're pretty much just Boom, obstacle, 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 obstacle. You know, there's no time to run, and it's just, that one just hits you. You know, it's, that one's super freaking tough. That's my favorite one. I like it a lot because it's, it's just, that's something that's like right up my alley. They also do, um, one they called Midwest Mayhem, and that's a little bit of a longer race, around four miles. And that one is, um, it's more of like one of the typical obstacle course races. You can go in through the woods and they have some really good trails and, you know, inclines and descents and stuff like that, creek beds and, um, they also do, uh, Brute, and that's more of like, I would say, like a CrossFit type feel thing, you know, it's a lot of, the bigger guys do good in that, it's a lot of heavy lifting, I've never done one of those ones actually, but, um, yeah, it's a lot of heavy lifting type things. Um, let's see what else they do. I believe I'm missing one. Oh, they have a zombie run, and a night run also, so, in October they do a zombie run, it's an obstacle course race at night, I believe, and they chase you through the woods, and then they do another, it's like a glow stick run type thing, and that one's on. also they light up the trails with glow sticks and, yeah, just running through the woods in the dark. So they do a number of different things, and it's just uh, it's a real cool place. Um, Takis and Lubo are real, real cool people. They, they're always, you know, open-armed, welcoming people in. It's very small and underrated, but I feel like if more people got out there and just gave it a shot that, you know, more people would actually go and visit it. Because it's actually a really cool place, and they give some amazing awards, like some cool awards.
0: Yeah, if you look on their Instagram page or their Facebook page, they have like some of the best like overall win awards. Yeah, yep. Love them.
1: This, this is why I love these things because now I get to hear about awesome race series that I never knew about and check them out. <laughs> so thank you for sharing because I never really, I think I've seen their name somewhere. Maybe they're joining forces with like a Ohio people are trying to do a bunch of different um permanent courses around there but that's yeah. exciting to hear about a new new location to me and i'm sure a lot of others that didn't know that was there so thanks for sharing that
0: if you yeah. ran a uh, battle frog chicago they did battle frog chicago at dirt runners course actually yep uh, so, yep So they, they didn't really use many of their they pretty much brought in their own obstacles but it was like it was on the same land and i know I don't think any time recently, but I know a couple of years ago they actually used to do Spartans up there. Um, yep, they. I loved when they had the Spartan race there. It was that was a perfect area.
2: Now, the Spartan race that they, the place they do it now in Chicago is really flat. Did you run that one?
0: I have not. I, I've I've run Dirt Runner for uh, Battle Frog Chicago, and then I, it was also Day Six of OCR America for me. So okay. I spent a, I spent like a full day running around. Both The two times I was there, I spent, like, a full day running around in circles <laughs> out in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Sounds nice. exciting.
1: <laughs> so, Jordan, I have to ask now that I'm kind of kind of biased, and I've seen you. I guess I first met you, maybe it was Des Moines. You were in Des Moines, Conquer the Gauntlet, correct? Yep. Yeah, so I think maybe that was where I first met you. I'd heard about you from Conquer the Gauntlet, but... um. As an elite athlete and someone that podiums and does really well, I would like to share and point out that you also, along with your buddies that you travel with, volunteer pretty much. I know at least the ones I've seen you at every CTG. So you basically run, kick butt, maybe win or get second, and then you volunteer all day and help tear down. And like in Houston, you were out there all day. So do you do that? do you try and volunteer, have you volunteered at other race series, or are you just partial to Conquer the Gauntlet? or, like, what's, I mean, I
2: I try to get in, I try to volunteer at all the races, I feel it's a good way to, you know, communicate with the community, and just help out, and, you know, obviously, you save money, too, like, you know, um, some of these races can get really expensive, but, um, you know, I I like helping people, and um, I like being involved, and it's just nice to just, being like in, I guess an elite athlete, you know, you run a lot of time, you run right away in the morning and you don't really get to see what's going on the rest of the day. A lot of the guys just take off, but, um, it's nice just to watch people get over these obstacles and just do it, you know? And then just to get involved and help out as much as possible. is just, it's nice. It is. So I like being involved as much as I can.
0: I I respect that. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's great. The, uh, I know, like sometimes, because like because we're in this microcosm of like OCR, right? Like the first wave, sometimes you forget that like other people have trouble on some of these obstacles, and it's you know it's great. I, I know I've gone that, I've gone back out on the course and helped volunteer it occasionally. Where like I help pull people over obstacles, and it's just it's a different experience. So if you've never if you've never gone back out for the second lap um, mm-hmm. and like actually helped people, I think I think it's definitely a cool thing to do, and it kind of pulls you in closer to the community as a whole. So I think that's awesome.
2: It really is. It is. Um, you know, just seeing how happy somebody gets, you know, just receiving that medal at the end of the race, and it's just sometimes you kind of forget about that. Like, um, for me, I have, I'm sure, you know, a lot of the athletes, they have so many medals, and a lot of the elite athletes, they just kind of, like, toss them aside, and they don't really care about them much. But then you see somebody else that, you know, they struggled at an obstacle, and they, they're there for 30-plus minutes, and then they finally get it, and then they finish the race. And, you know, they might not have won prize money or didn't, you know, finish in the top, but they got that medal, and they're just like, can't stop talking about they earned that medal. I feel like, that's just awesome. And, like, the elite, a lot of the elite athletes forget about that, and I just think it's on. It's just something really cool to witness,
0: you know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, so what do you have in store? I mean, your season's already kicked off, was... Was Houston this past – well, I guess whenever this airs, um, March 25th, was that your first race of the season for you, or have you already had a few?
2: I did – Um, have you two heard of the Abominable Snow Race? Well, it's, it's up here in Wisconsin. It was in Illinois last year, but um, they had it in Wisconsin at the Grand Geneva this year. But um, I did that one. That was in, at the end of January, I believe. Wow. Um, that was a really nice one. Um, it's, it's a winter obstacle course race. They had it at a ski resort. And uh, they had the snow machines going. But, I yeah, I did that one. That was my first race. So nope, that was my first one. And then CTG, I'm off to a good start so far.
1: And there you go. Well, so what do you have? What's in store the rest of the season? What are some of your big ones? And I think you said you're trying to hit some more distances maybe. So, like, what are you going to do? Any of the toughest or anything fun like that?
2: That's exactly what I plan on doing. Um, at the end of April, I think I might go down to Georgia. And um, try out the, that toughest, that toughest mutter. Um, I'm not quite sure yet, but that I got my eyes set on that one. Like I, those, I they really interest me. I've never done a tough mutter, and um, that just sounds really cool. And I really want to do World's toughest mutter, but you know I got to try one of these toughest mutters first to even see if I'm capable of doing something like that at that caliber, because that's just going to be something completely. The longest I've ever run was four hours, so. It's gonna be a big leap, so that's why I'm kind of debating if I'm gonna do it yet. But
1: well, if you need to pick someone's brain, I know this guy. His name's Evan, and he probably could answer all your questions.
2: <laughs> I think I'm definitely gonna to have to do that because I got a lot of questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know I've said this before on the podcast, but it almost turns into like a different sport when it starts getting to that long. You know, like I mean, your pacing's different. Like how you handle the obstacles is different. Nutrition plays such a big role, you know. If you if you're not fueling properly, I mean, you, you you'll crash and you'll crash hard. Um, so, and I think yeah. It, yes. time, feel free to hit me up. Uh, yeah, N- no worries there.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna pick your brain. So be expecting uh, some meds, some questions from me pretty soon.
1: So, what yes. other conquer the gauntlets will you be at this season?
2: Um, you know. My race schedule, there's like... All right, so I tried to make a race schedule, and I had like 40 different races that I was going to do, right? Which is a lot. <laughs> and... That is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of have to back off because I really want to... I, I told myself last year, because I did a lot of races last year, I told myself last year I was going to try to do maybe one a month, um, two a month tops, because I want to try to be really, you know, primed and ready for each race. So I don't, I really don't have my schedule picked out yet, but I know I'm gonna do at least two more Conquer the Gauntlets just because I'll always make a way to get there, just because I like that race so much. Um, I think Des Moines for sure, and I'm thinking I might come to Little Rock, um, for um Conquer the Gauntlet. Those two, I think I might do those ones for sure. But In, I know insider,
1: t- insider info: the Des Moines location is gonna be legit. So. <laughs> Is it the same one as before? Actually, it's a different location.
2: Okay. Okay. Cool.
1: But I'm super excited about that. So secret insider, get there.
2: (laughs) Definitely. Definitely.
0: If anyone knows, it's Brenna. (laughs) You don't, like, help build there, do you? (laughs) What? Do
2: you, like, work for them or something? Like, are you on their program? How do you
1: know so much? So So I'm officially, okay, officially started out last year as a pro team athlete and then like volunteered my time slash made them accept me. And then this season, I'm not racing any more CTG races. I am full-time build crew and staff and marketing and social media. So I got your insider info here. That's, you know, secret secrets on the podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, that everybody will soon hear. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> Brenna, Brenna
0: just i think we've talked about this before but Brenna just kind of forced her way into the company so
1: pretty much I, I just, <laughs> it, it's a good I've technique
0: heard, though I've, it worked yeah
1: <laughs> and that's what i'm saying he she he met these guys you know how cool they are that's why i wanted to hang out with them
2: <laughs> yeah for real that's some tough stuff man what you guys do oh my gosh
1: that's why people were laughing. I think race day, even outside of driving my car, they were like, why aren't you racing? I was like, I got 10 miles on my watch right now. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'm feeling good, so.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Are you planning on doing a US, o, US OCRC, the <laughs> I yeah the one in like, Texas?
2: Yeah, I, I think I will, but I'm uh, standing up at my cousin's wedding on Friday, right? So I would have to... Um, I would have to leave Friday. I would have to catch a flight Friday and then just get there pretty much, try to get some sleep on the plane, or and then just race right away. But I think I am going to do that just because it's the first of its kind, and I really just want to be there for it. So, I mean, we'll to sleep. see We'll see him sleeping
1: in his car and then get up and crushing it and putting him the next day. Awesome.
2: Might try to hang my hammock on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see if they allow me to do that. That'd be a nice one.
0: <laughs> and then I, I'm sure we can expect you at OCRWC again. Is that would that be correct? Definitely, I've done all of them so far, so I I,
2: I just got to keep going. So, oh, I, I will be there. And that was a crazy course, super hilly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I, I know you're. Like you have, you always wear a Wisconsin OCR like this jersey. Um, not, I think you guys have a Facebook page also. So mm-hmm. uh, can you just tell us a little bit about Wisconsin OCR? Is that is, do you consider yourselves like a club or a competitive race team?
2: Well, you know, it kind of just started off was you know, just a, just a group of friends from Wisconsin. You know, just optical course racers, and um, at, on a car ride home, we were just like, you know what, we should. We should make this like a team, you know, and then just for the longest time we've been kind of trying to put, just been putting it off just because I've done the team thing in the past and I came from a team that was, it just wasn't, it didn't go, it didn't fit well for me, so I was just kind of like iffy about getting on a team again. But now, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely official now. We're definitely trying to make it a legit thing. And, yeah, it's a group, a group of pretty much best buds, brothers from other mothers and you know we love obstacle course racing we all live in wisconsin and um we just really want to try to prove to the obstacle course race community that wisconsin isn't all about beer and cheese (laughs) you know (laughs) we have have some pretty good athletes that can come out of this area so i think that's what we're trying to do and it's not going to be like just we, I don't think we're going to be just, like, the elite bunch, you know. I, I like all different, you know, all different, like, abilities. So I feel like it's going to be welcoming for anybody because if I can help somebody achieve something, then that's just, you know, I'm down for that. So, yeah, it's official. It's going to be – it's it's definitely a thing now. Wisconsin OCR is, is up and coming. And, yeah, we just opened up a Facebook page and – um. Yeah, so now we're legit because we got a Facebook page. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. Now we got some like like, some legitimate things going on. Uh, My buddy's all into that stuff, so he's he's working all that. I'm just, I'm just racing.
1: (laughs) You're just the pretty pretty face of the team, huh?
2: Yes, thank you very much. (laughs) If you could only see me right now, now I'm blushing. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: awesome uh brenna what else what else we got we got anything else um
1: no i think man he's covered it he's doing some awesome things got some good goals coming up this season and looking forward to seeing jordan racing around and checking out some new distances i'll be excited to follow and see how you're doing that and obviously i'll be seeing you at C T G hopefully this season so but yeah good good things coming for you it sounds like thank
0: you thank you very much Jordan, any other uh, topics you want to cover before we uh, say our goodbyes? Um, let's see. Well, I would just
2: like to say that everything I'm doing right now wouldn't really be possible if it wasn't for my girlfriend. You know, she's um she's super supportive of this, and, you know, she's just – uh she helps me out a lot. You know, I go through, like, a lot of ups and downs, and, you know, when I'm stressed out or, you know, I'm going through – like a bad day if I don't want to do something she's right there to help me get through it she's like my little shrink and um, you know she's just a crazy good support system and I just want to say I thank her thank her a lot you know and um, same with my son you know like I want to set a really good example for him and um, I do this for myself but I do it for him as well because I want him to know that you know if he has a dream he can chase it and you know anything is possible and I want him to see that, you know, his dad, you know, had a dream and he chased it and he made his dreams come true. So he could do the same thing. You know, I just want to set that example.
0: That's fantastic. Thank you. I love it. Uh, Brenna, anyone you want to give a shout out to before we take off?
1: Um, well, I don't know exactly when this one's coming up, you guys, when you're listening. So all I can say is Conquer the Gauntlet is in full swing. Congrats to the build crew for our first um, race of the season. It was awesome, and we're looking forward to May 13th is Conquer the Gauntlet Atlanta. So that's my shout-out is get yourself to Atlanta. It's another new location, and if it's anything like Houston, it's going to be awesome.
0: Great. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't prepare anything for a shout-out. Uh, so I got nothing. I got nothing today. It's been a long day. I'm tired. Oh man, I, got I feel a... <laughs> you. The run yet, man? What'd you say?
2: You got to go for another run yet?
0: No, I'm trying to taper. I gotta. I'm doing well, but this will be by the time this comes out, I'll have already done it. But it's a terrain relay uh, 24 hour on, uh, in Phoenix. It's but awesome. you know, four man team, so it's not bad. You know, so. Yeah, we'll see how that goes
1: well. Congrats! Yes. And congrats there. and good luck for that one. Whenever this airs,
0: <laughs> yeah, most def- most definitely, man, kick some butt down there. So
1: yeah.
0: All right, Jordan. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Uh, can't wait to see what you do this season. Uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing each other at uh, probably a couple of Conquer maybe a Warrior Dash or two, and uh, maybe a toughest mutter. Yeah. So, Good luck and uh, keep representing for Wisconsin OCR and. Um, Yeah, thanks again for coming on.
2: Yeah, thank you guys.
0: Thank you both so much for having me.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. Good night from Strength and Speed, everybody.